Most religions share a belief that the body and spirit coexist until the body has perished and the spirit moves on into the afterlife. However, there are those that remain. Some stay with a purpose. Some are doomed to relive their own violent deaths. These spirits are one of the oldest aspects associated with Halloween. For generations to come, people will still gather around the campfire to tell the stories of ghosts. Welcome to 13 Degrees of Screams, where we watch and dissect your favorite spooky movies. I'm your host, Alex. And Stephanie. And this is a mostly horror podcast. Each season, we will rank 13 movies on a scariness scale from, you guessed it, 1 to 13. And we will uncover the real-life myths and legends that inspire these movies, and tell you just how authentic they are. This week, we battled the Grim Reaper with The Frighteners. So, Stephanie. Yes. (laughs) You look confused for a second. Just the way the Frighteners is spelled. I think it's the Frighteners. Frighteners? It, oh, did I spell it? E. Oh, well, yeah. it's pronounced Frighteners. Frighteners? I say Frighteners. I think. Frighteners? Yeah, I don't know. You could barely. Frighteners, Frighteners. Frighteners, Frighteners. Frighteners, Frighteners. Have you seen this movie prior no. to <laughs> watching no. it? You know. <laughs> no, no, no. What'd you think? Did you like it? Yeah, I had fun. It was a fun time. It was just like, what's happening? Okay, so like I've seen this movie actually when I was younger, and I hadn't watched it in a long, long time, but it was one of those movies I've seen a lot, and like it stood out to me, and I remember like the ghost friends, and the Grim yeah. Reaper guy, and the ending, the twist, you know, it was yeah. like, really bad. And years and years ago, by, and I'm watching, I'm like, this is a fairly bizarre movie. And I was thinking about it, I'm like, if Michael J. Fox wasn't the main character, I don't think I'd like it as much. I think No, he really, he really puts it together. Yeah. I saw someone describe it as, oh, I forget what movie, but mixed with Twin Peaks. Have you ever seen Twin Peaks? A little bit. That is also very bizarre. It has that feeling where, like, the characters almost seem not realistic. Yeah. Like, everything's, like, very dramatic or, like, you know? Stereotypes. Something's off, you know? Yeah. Very outlandish. Yeah. Like, I could cartoony. See that. It is a comedy, so. We were talking... Charlie hadn't seen it either, and we were watching it together. We both agreed that the FBI agent reminded us of the villain from Toontown in Don't Frame Roger Rabbit. Oh, yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Or Who Framed Yeah, Roger yeah, Rabbit. yeah, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. I don't know. Just yeah. He was like a moment away from putting on glasses and just being <laughs> weird. It's cartoony. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but I like it. I like it a lot, actually. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. It's definitely different compared to the other stuff that we've seen. A little crude in some of the jokes, but I'll talk about them. Okay, <laughs> I, I can't even think of one off the top of my head. One was icky. Was like, it really? A little oh, icky. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, God, I feel like I should have known. <laughs> oh, no. So I ranked this as a nine. I thought that was a good idea, so <laughs> I also chose nine because I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. You, did you look at my list and you're like, yeah, that sounds all right. <laughs> It just happened to be open in your well, slot. Usually, well, since you are so kind as to draw up these rankings <laughs> ahead of time on a nice little chart, I look at them and I'm like, you know, Alex has a point. <laughs> <laughs> you never. I want to have you do the next set of movies. Okay. I'll be like Stephanie, and then I'll see if I can out. influence you. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, there's some scary moments, but I would say more so a comedy. Yeah. 
I don't know. It has like oh, murder yeah. mystery right. essence. There's too. a there's a lot going on, and when we get to the plot, you will see. Yeah, it's all over the place. It's wild. But would you care to share with us what the background of this movie is? Yes, I will. So The Frighteners is a 1996 supernatural comedy horror film directed by Peter Jackson. Another Peter Jackson yeah, movie. I had no idea he did that. Yeah, he did actually a lot of like horror stuff before he was known for King Kong and... And Lord Lovely and Bones. <laughs> I don't think he's really known for lovely bones. No, like, no, I know. But yeah, I was I didn't realize that until I was looking this up. I'm like, oh, second Peter Jackson movie. And it is very different from Lovely Bones. Oh, like, I don't think completely. I'd ever make that connection. No, I wouldn't have any idea that they were even in the same universes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they are, but it's the same. Well, I mean, like the same realm of thinking. Like, yeah. The film stars Michael J. Fox and tells the story of Frank Bannister, an architect with psychic abilities, allowing him to see, hear, and communicate with ghosts after his wife's murder. Murder. A murder most foul. Yes. He initially uses his new abilities to befriend ghosts, whom he sends to haunt people's houses so he can charge them a handsome fee for exercising the ghosts. So he's a big old con artist. Yes. There's a lot of con people in these, like, con artistry. (laughs) And the movies we watch? Yeah. Or like, I could see ghosts. Can you, though? Can you? (laughs) Liar, you think you can. So, in the film, a spirit of a mass murderer appears and is able to attack the living and the dead, posing as a ghost of the Grim Reaper, prompting Frank to investigate the supernatural presence. So, Jackson and Fran Walsh, who wrote the script, conceived the idea for the Frighteners during a scriptwriting phase of Heavenly Creatures, and I did some research on Heavenly Creatures, and that is a 1994 New Zealand biological psychological drama film based on the notorious 1954 Parker home murder case in Christchurch. I'd be interested to see what that is Yeah, about. that's all I really did because I don't want to go too too far Ooh, down yeah. the rabbit hole, Right. but they came up with this idea while in the process of that. Okay. The Frighteners was also originally supposed to be a spinoff series movie based on Tales of the Crypt. So Crypt Creeper made his way back into this. A lot of little nuggets of similarity between these. Little through lines. Yeah. But yeah, it was supposed to be a TV movie and spinoff of that series. Oh. So the film actually takes inspiration from a real-life spree killer named Charles Starkweather, and he was accompanied by his 14-year-old girlfriend, Carly Ann Fugate. He was considered a spree killer, like I said, who murdered 11 people in Nebraska and Wyoming between December 1957 and January 1958. In a month? Uh, well, spree killers. Spree killers work only in like a very small yeah, chunk of time. Chunk of time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Makes sense. Yeah. Both Starkweather and Fugate were convicted on charges for their parts in the homicides. Uh, Starkweather was sentenced to death and executed 17 months after these events. Fugate served 17 years in prison, gaining release in 1976, and Starkweather's execution by electric chair in 1959 was the last execution in Nebraska all the way until 1994, when Harold Lamont Otney was executed for murder. Wow, that's That's really similar. (laughs) Yeah, and the Starkweather case had been analyzed by criminologists and psychologists in an attempt to understand spree killers' motivations and participating factors. Okay. It also became notorious as one of the earlier crime scandals that reached national prominence. It was all based or inspired uh, on true by crime. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Not the ghost part, but the crime part. Yeah, I've never heard of Starkweather, and I listen to like a lot of murder cases. So. I have to look it up. Yeah, interesting though. So back to the Frighteners. It was not a box office success, but did receive generally positive reviews. It just didn't make a whole lot of money. 
Okay. Um, but the film has gained a cult following and is considered a cult classic on Jackson's catalog. Stephanie, are you ready to tell everyone about the plot? Yes, I would like to try. <laughs> okay, yeah, this might be a little rough, but we'll get through it. There's a lot going on in this movie. Yeah. It took me over a week to write the whole plot. <laughs> I'm just, oh, I had to refer back so many times. So here we go. The movie starts with a woman named Patricia being pursued through her home by a ghost traveling in the walls. She is soon captured, but is saved by her mother when she shoots the specter in the face. Papawi, <laughs> <laughs> just speak to the point. <laughs> shoot that ghost. <laughs> it works for her. Yeah, we could just flat out shoot ghosts. Like, Who off knew? The bat. Who knew? This is new. <laughs> this is new. New information. New we need in- to bring it to people. <laughs> yes. Where's Zach Beckins? The following morning, we meet Dr. Lucy Lineski, who's covering for another doctor at a funeral and wants to take Patricia to the hospital to treat the bruises she received in last night's attack. However, her mother refuses to let her leave because she's a murderer and will not hesitate to send her back to prison if need be. Her mom is like, I'll just spill all the tea about my daughter. She's awful. <laughs> right. <and laughs> she then, has to stay here. Yeah, and you're like led to believe the mom's all evil. Like she's like classic old Disney villain, like the <laughs> poofed up white hair yeah. and dre- like long dress. And right. Like, you don't trust this bitch. Evil <laughs> stepmom kind of stuff. You're like, I don't know. <laughs> Patricia seems like she's being a booze. <laughs> Meanwhile, across town at the funeral, one of many deaths as of late due to an unexpected heart attack. We see Frank Bannister being thrown out of the cemetery after ruining a man named Ray's fence on the way there. That evening, we find out that Ray is Lucy's husband, and she's trying to understand what happened in the murder case with Patricia as they are new to town. She discovers that she was only 15 when her boyfriend, Johnny Bartlett, a psychiatric orderly, was convicted and executed for killing 12 people in the hospital, and Patricia was convicted of being his accomplice, but was ultimately released to her mother's custody after serving five years due to being a minor at the time. Lucy believes that Patricia shouldn't be held at the house against her will, and Ray wants her to stay out of it, but their discussion is interrupted by poltergeist-like activity, and they find Frank Bannister's business card during the attack. (laughs) The bed's, like, floating up, (laughs) and this little doll is, like, walking towards them. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the car just floats up in the air, and you're like, what does this have to do with it? Oh! Oh. How convenient! (laughs) Not suspicious at all. No, God, no, not even a little bit. (laughs) He comes over immediately to collect the spirits and trades the cost of his service for forgetting the damage he did to their fence. That's a fair trade at that point. Yeah. And he's like going around. He has like holy water and a gun. It looks like a real gun, but yeah. it's a squirt gun. And he's like. Right. And then what does he do? He like he traps the ghost in a, like a toaster. It's like a toaster. Oh, yeah. And then it pops up in a little baggie. And then he he shoves it. Down the sink. <laughs> and just turns on the garbage disposal. You just released disposal. the ghost again. <laughs> it was very silly, but he did it so serious, too. I, I fucking believe it. I like, was like, thank yeah, you. thank you for doing thank it. Like, <laughs> And Ray's not having it, but Lucy's like, yeah. Wow, he yeah, did, he did wow. everything he needed to do so quickly. <laughs> so efficient. Lucy, you're <laughs> Five stars on Yelp. <laughs> you're a doctor. Ray, as much of an asshole as he is. He has he a point, him. yeah. However, it turns out Frank Bannister is a con man that can see ghosts and uses his three ghost friends, 1950s nerd Stuart, a gunslinger called The Judge from the Old West, and a 1970s gangster, Cyrus, to fake hauntings to drum up business for his psychic investigation business. That is genius. It is. And, like, at least, at the very least, he's not lying about being able to see ghosts. No. He can see them. No. He's just causing the issue. Right. To solve the issue. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you bastard. But also, 
I do that. Clever. I, like, I get it. Come on, dead people. Let's go make <laughs> some money. We're hanging out all the time anyway. Might as well do this. There's nothing going on. <laughs> Might as well do a business. Let's go. Get in the car. <laughs> the next day, he is approached by Ray as a ghost who apparently died of a heart attack shortly after Frank left their house last night. Just like... Instantly. Uh, yeah. And like, no fanfare. He's just dead. <laughs> yeah. I was like... I don't recall this being so like, oh, okay. He's just dead. He's no. just dead. Now, running. <laughs> and Frank realizes that there's a Grim Reaper-like entity going around killing people due to the number he saw on Ray's forehead the previous night. Yeah. It is important to note that Frank was very thrown off by seeing that number. Like, that yeah. was not a normal thing that he his sees. ghost pals does. Yeah. So he's like, all right, who put the number on the forehead? Don't do that again. Yeah. That was not them. No. That was not somebody. Yeah. Do some danger. So Frank isn't the only one that can see the number, and it appears shortly before the person is attacked, apparently. So after tracking the Grim Reaper ghost to a town event, I'm not sure what's going on at this place. (laughs) It's like a museum, but there's press. It's weird. Not important. (laughs) No. Truly. Frank and his ghost friends make it there just in time to warn newspaper editor Magda Reese Jones that she'll be next, but it comes across as a threat. She also has slandered him in the press, calling him a con, so... She's gonna regret it right now. Yeah. So, (laughs) she makes a scene because she's feeling threatened. Frank and company try to prevent the Grim Reaper from attacking, but their efforts are thwarted, and they lose the judge in the process as the Reaper collects his soul, as well as Magda's. Yeah. Yeah. This is where the crude scene is. So, the judge, Old West Ghost, comes in... Looking to dry hump some bodies, basically. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because there's like a mummy. Yeah, and he, he's he, in the... you see him floating into the crypt or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. tomb, and he's like, oh boy, kind of like, I don't know what he says directly, but it's... He's trying to get... He's shacking up. He's trying to get some mummy... Mm-hmm. I'm not going to finish that, but you know what I'm saying. It's gross. And then fucking Magda, as she's dying, she's getting taken yeah. to heaven. No, she's a evil and she's like this is your fault frank you literally got murdered by the grim reaper i don't think they see it though i know yeah but like she's like no it's really frank's fault (laughs) yeah she's not like upset or pissed she's just more interested in yelling at him on her way out yeah she's like fuck you so since frank was the only one that saw all of this he seems suspicious and is then arrested for her murder He's taken to the police station and is questioned by the police and FBI agent Milton Dammers, who is convinced Frank is a serial killer, starting all the way back with the death of Frank's late wife when they were in a car crash years ago, and he was the only one that walked away. Are you going to talk about what this man looks like? <laughs> Are you going to pass? Just the evil villain from... <laughs> from who Roger Rabbit? Yeah, he looks exactly like him. No, he just seems... He's an odd duck. Meanwhile, Lucy looks into the case of unexpected deaths in the city and becomes the target of the Grim Reaper. When she comes to visit Frank in jail, she is attacked, but they escape with the help of Stuart and Cyrus, although they are claimed by the Grim Reaper in the process. He loses his friends, like, immediately. Yeah. Like, what is he gonna do? He has no business. Yeah. How is he gonna make money? That's the most important part. Money. Gotta be thinking. Mm -hmm. Frank realizes only the dead can fight the Grim Reaper off, so Lucy helps him have a near-death experience by putting him in hypothermia and using barbiturates to stop his heart. She is supposed to revive him within a few minutes, but is captured by Agent Dammers, who reveals he was a victim of Charles Manson's call. And we're like, okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that (laughs) happened to you, but what does this have to do with anything? Um, He's just messed up in the head. Yeah. We're like on the third villain of this movie. (laughs) I'm counting Bagda. Yeah. 
Grim Reaper. What? No, four. I'm yeah. going to count Patricia's mom because she's painted that way. So we got Patricia's mom being crazy. We got Dammers being crazy. We got the Grim Reaper killing people. We got Bagda being mean. And like, we still have a fifth one. There's, there's more. Oh, yeah, there's more coming. Mm-hmm. All this is happening. So as a ghost, Frank finds the Grim Reaper and discovers he's Johnny Bartlett, whose goal is to become the most prolific serial killer even in death. Lucy is able to make it back in time to revive Frank, and they go to get Patricia as she may be in danger. However, it turns out she's still in cahoots with Johnny and even assisted him with killing Frank's wife years ago. It's been Patricia all along. Yes. And then and then the mom's dead, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I jumped ahead. Again, all this is it's just so fast and so much. It's, it's a lot happening. It's and like, you're like, what? Ugh. At one point in the movie, it, it just goes. Yeah. It's like the rest of the movie is just nonstop. Basically, right after Magda gets killed, everything is just happening within seconds. Like You blink and you're like, holy shit, where, how did we get here? <laughs> what is happening? So she kills her mother while Frank and Lucy capture Johnny in an urn of his ashes that Patricia had kept. Frank and Lucy rush the urn to the now-abandoned hospital's chapel, hoping that bringing Johnny there will send him back to hell, but Patricia and Dammer are both after them. Individually. That's the crazy thing. In my mind, I had a memory that they were all in cahoots together. No, these are two separate parties. Yeah, not even aware of each other. No! I'm like, (laughs) do we really need all these people involved here? And now Patricia makes a fifth villain. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. All these people suck. Yes. All of them. (laughs) Is this town really worth saving? Maybe they should just drive away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just move far, far away and never, never look back. In the hospital, Frank and Lucy get separated and Dammer corners Frank and throws the ashes, releasing Johnny right before Patricia shoots him. Now out of bullets, Patricia strangles Frank to death, but his ghost rips Patricia's spirit from her body as they ascend to heaven, forcing Bartlett to chase after them. You could do that? could just rip people's souls out of their body. I guess. I guess since Bartlett was able to do it, why not? Bartlett's a special case, though. I I guess. He's like the Grim Reaper. Yeah. Bartlett's able to grab Patricia as Frank enters heaven, claiming that they're going to go back into their killing spree. I don't know why they stop in the middle of it just to be like, yeah, we're going to keep going to kill people. (laughs) Okay. But a weird demonic worm thing, like, changes this portal and grabs them and pulls them Mm -hmm. to hell. But not even that. That the worm thing that grabs them was in the mouth of a bigger worm. Oh, really? I couldn't tell. There was so much happening. Yeah, there were like these weird tentacles coming out and going through them, and then they're eaten by this other, the big worm that was like its tongue Ugh. thing, and it, it goes in there and hell. Like it's fiery and yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's that. <laughs> So in heaven, Frank reunites with his ghost friends and wife, Deborah, for them to tell him it's not his time yet. Deborah also, you know, gives him permission to go be happy, basically. So you can fuck around a little bit. Yeah. That's like, what she's saying. Meaning, like, you should get with that dead guy's wife. Lucy? <laughs> yeah. That they've known each other for two days now? Yeah. Lucy is also, like, a little too ready to jump into somebody else's bed, it seems. To be fair, Lucy was married to Ray. Yeah. So. Ray was a bit of a dick. A little bit. He was terrible. Yeah. No, he was pretty awful. He was awful. Frank returns to his body and goes on to fall in love with Lucy. It turns out she can now see ghosts as well after all this. Frank mentions earlier on that, like, if you experience something weird or messed up or traumatic, you can just now see ghosts. Okay. I feel like I should be able to see ghosts then. I had a paper cut the other day. That was traumatic. I should see ghosts. Mm, yeah. They I should be following my... you around, honestly. Like... Stop my toe this morning. Where's the ghosts? <laughs> Where's the ghost? 
Alex has been waiting. (laughs) (laughs) And they both see Dammer's ghost in the police car as the sheriff pulls up to tell them they found a bunch of Ouija boards in Patricia's room, which explains how she got Johnny to come back. It's always the Ouija boards. You do not play with those. No. Listeners, if you're playing with a Ouija board, cut the shit out. Put it away. Put it away. Have you seen The Exorcist? Just watch any movie that involves a Ouija board. Nothing good happens. Yeah, literally the movie Ouija. Yeah. (laughs) There's two movies. Yeah. It's not like you get a Ouija board and then you, like, win the lottery. No. You know what? Side note. I worked at Target for a while, like, years and years ago, and they sold Ouija boards. Oh, yeah. What the hell? It's made by Hasbro Kids. Ouija boards are made by, like, children's toy companies. Look, here's the thing. I'm not saying I necessarily believe in a Ouija board, but I'm not going to fuck around to find out. No. On the off chance it's real. Mm-mm. I ain't playing with that. No. I'm not asking to be haunted or possessed or anything. <laughs> that was crazy to me. I saw that on the shelf. I'm like, are you kidding? <laughs> nope. I wouldn't even stop the shelves with them, honestly. I was like, like, what? Ouija board? <laughs> putting them in the compactor? <laughs> 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 Anyways, yeah. Ouija I put board. all these Ouija boards in the dumpster because they were defective. <laughs> yeah, they're broken. They're still sealed. No, they're not. <laughs> no. They're defective because they're possessed by the devil, okay? <laughs> we know this. You don't have to open it to find out. Yeah. Don't do it. Save so many lives. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, though. Oh, no. So many kids. They're possessed. They're possessed right now. All the troubles. Anyway, so that was really the end of the movie. That was a lot. Yeah. And, and we didn't even go into everything either. No. It's <laughs> just like surface level. Yeah. There was like more scenes of like Lucy was taken into custody too or something. She was visiting Frank. Yeah. And then like we didn't really go into detail. Like Frank almost like didn't make it back when he had the outer body thing. And- yeah. It was hard to just get the surface level stuff, honestly. I know. They also do have dinner with Ray and Lucy and, and, Lucy and Ray's being a dick and oh yeah yeah because that's why i remember this lucy was trying to find money that ray blew on oh gambling gambling or something and he did and she didn't know he had she's like typical ray and she's he's all pissed at her now and (laughs) that happened and there's more scenes of them or frank having his ghost friends possess other rich people and (laughs) they do a lot though they make it authentic. Like, they have babies floating and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. This is an intense haunting. Like, <laughs> yeah. crazy. I love the look on the one baby's face, like, just being like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the babies are having a gold time. They're being <laughs> swung around the room. Right. And it, 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 they give the sense that the babies could see them. Yeah. Because they're talking to the babies. And uh, it's like, you know, that concept that kids could see Oh, probably. So they're like, yeah, this is a fun this thing. This is fine. And then there's a ghost dog. We didn't even talk about that. What was that? Judge's ghost dog, who always oh, steals yeah. his jaw. Yeah, like, yeah. The ghost, like, well, we'll talk about ghost characteristics here in a second. But they're, like, Frank lives in a half-built house that he was building. With his wife. That we also didn't talk about. Yeah. There's, like, so much going on. And then we didn't even say how the wife died. It was a car accident, I don't think. Did we talk about that? Uh, yeah. He, he was the only one that walked away from the yeah, car accident. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Honestly, too, I feel like Frank should have jumped to the conclusion that it should have had something to do with the Bartlett murders because Frank's been like an inhabitant of the town for many years. Mm-hmm. His wife dies unexpectedly in the car crash and they find her with a number carved in her head. And he doesn't think seeing numbers on people's heads when they die is related well, or at least like a copycat killer situation. I think that's why he was like pissed off when he saw the number the um, first time. He's like, knock it off. Because oh, like, they said, who did that? Yeah. So I think he just initially thought, They were just playing a joke on him or something. Yeah. 
So I think at some point he does make that connection. Yeah. And I think it was like, what? It was in the 30s. Because his wife was the first one to die from that when mm. he came back. Right, right. And then I'm trying to think what number they were at. It was like 37 or something. Was it even the 40s? Yeah. Uh, it was high. Yeah. <laughs> it was high. And then we also, like, they were dying of heart attacks, but the reason being he, like, shoves his hand and, like, crushes and, their heart. Right. So, like, all these healthy people, that's why they were heart attacks. But they weren't really heart attacks. It was, it was a lot. Yeah. But I recommend it. So you should go watch it the Frighteners. It's fun. It's a fun time. <laughs> it is. It's a roller coaster. I wanted to say that Patricia was creepy in the beginning, but I feel like I didn't see it coming, though. I was you like, did it? Yeah. I, you know what it is? I feel like, okay, so like you see the mom, and then Patricia's kind of creepy, so you're kind of suspicious. But then you're like, well, no, that's too... On the nose. On the nose. But then, no, that's actually what it was. Yeah. So like... Yeah, I remember seeing it for the first time. I'm like, oh my god, it was her this whole time. <laughs> Only when they come back to visit her to warn her am I like, oh, maybe. Oh, yeah. When, maybe. When Lucy goes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's acting weird. But, yeah, do you want to go into the ghost characteristics? Yeah, sure. So, it seems that people can feel ghosts pass through them. I think they passed through Frank at one point, and Frank's like, Ugh. Yeah. Like, it's like an icky feeling Yeah, or he's something. like, don't do that again. <laughs> <laughs> I also put ghosts are icky and fall apart after a while if they don't cross over. Yeah. So Judge have... is losing his jawbone. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah, they have that conversation. Judge is like, I need to go, man. Like, I'm falling apart here. So he's really just helping Frank out by staying, mm-hmm. it seems. That sucks. Because, yeah. like, if we go back to unfinished business, what if you, like, deteriorate before <laughs> you finish it? Yeah, yeah. That sucks. Oh. But it almost seems like you can just go when you're Whenever ready. you're ready, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thing, though. But since he's been around since the Wild West or whatever, like, why is he still here? Frank, Frank wasn't around the whole time, though. Yeah, maybe he wasn't. Okay, so maybe, like, he wasn't ready, and then, like, he found Frank, and he's like, I'll help you out for a little bit, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm getting too I'm retiring. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> Their appearance can be altered by themselves or other ghosts, because Bartlett turns into the Grim Reaper, you know, like, he's just, he doesn't look like himself. It's weird. Yeah, we didn't really describe the Grim Reaper, but, like, literally he has a scythe and, like, a flowy black cape-like thing with no facial features, but he, like, takes it off, basically. Yeah. In a roundabout way, takes it off, and he just looks like himself with see-through now. So he's just able to put that on. And when Frank first comes across Ray, he kind of gives him the lowdown on being a ghost, like, real quick, and I had to, like, stop it to hear the notes, because he's like, and about a year after death, the ghost will have a second chance to go to the other side to become a pure spirit. I was like, okay. Oh, and yeah, because you only have, like, that one moment, and then you could come back around. And Yeah. That's right. So then he says, while you're earthbound, you'll deteriorate and leak ectoplasm. Ectomist. Yes. Because <laughs> I remember, too, that he w- had a big issue with his friends sitting in the car because mm-hmm. they were getting their goop and stuff all over the seats and stuff. Yeah. I was like, ugh. And then also, because they ride in the trunk, yeah. and the one comes out and he pukes, Ugh. but it comes out of his cheeks, because there's nothing... Yeah. So, like, is that just excess ectoplasm coming I out? I guess. It just goes... And it makes that gooey noise. Ew. I was like, no, 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 we don't like this. <laughs> I mean, that's really all I have. Like, they do look more worn and torn the more they go up against the Grim Reaper, too. Yeah, because, like, he uses scythe. And it, like, will cut the ghosts. Like, it'll yeah, like just, rip them apart, which right. is... I guess, I mean, spirits battling spirits, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. 
My question was, so, you know how, like, he kills the ghosts and takes their soul? But they're, like, in heaven. So he didn't, like, take their soul because they're up. His two ghost friends were killed by the Grim Reaper, but... He just kind of forces them to move on. It's not really, like, capturing. Yeah. There's, like, no consequence to that. Because, like, if... He just likes to kill. That's the thing. (laughs) Exactly. Because, like, that would have made it more terrifying is, like, if he gets you while you're dead, like, you're gone, gone. Yeah. But you're just... You just go to heaven. You're just like, that was bad. And then you just... Like, ah, damn. Well, all right. Uh, I'm here. Are you more interested in the depiction of hell having seen that giant worm at the end? I'm curious, yeah, for sure. But like, I don't know, heaven seemed kind of basic, though. Heaven was literally the clouds. Yeah. Clouds and sun. Mm-hmm. Which sounds lovely to me. Like, I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, true. But they're also like, Frank, it's not your time. Just Can no. you just decide that? No. Why does his wife get to be like, no, no. No, I'm not ready. <laughs> Could you, oh my God, just imagine you're like in a horrific accident and you're like barely hanging on and they're like, you're not ready. And you have to go back to your mangled body. Like, oh no. <laughs> I'm alive. <laughs> you're like, I'm alive. <laughs> That's awful. Oh God. Oh no, that's not good. No, well, those are implications now. That yeah, yeah. Spirits the, that moved on. The ghost can just turn you away, and they're like, "No, no, not yet, <laughs> bitch." I don't want to go back down there. Do right. you ever see what I look like? Yeah. Look at. Let's not even talk about the physical implications for Frank because he's already died almost twice within that day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, he technically died both times. Really. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But like, the one was like he no was up brain there. activity and like oh twice. No good. <laughs> yeah. But he seems fine. Yeah, I feel like the ghosts were fairly basic in this one. Yeah. The deteriorating is different. Yeah, Yeah. that's kind of an interesting concept. Like, Mm -hmm. even in death, you still have to, like, maintain. (laughs) You're falling apart. Yeah. It was a little Ghostbuster-y because of the goo and stuff Mm -hmm. left behind. Yeah, I thought, especially with the Grim Reaper, like, just the variation a little bit. Not to that extent. But also, they kind of remind me of Paranorman ghosts, just blue and some green. Yeah. Like, same concept, see-through mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Not a solid. Okay. Like, you know, like other movies, like The Sixth Sense or The Others, where it just looks like a person. Yeah. Like, it has that effect where it's very clearly a ghost. Right. I just remembered. We didn't even talk about the military guy, the military ghost. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was this whole military ghost. He's like, get out of my cemetery. And he had a gun. And he was able to turn his arms into guns or something. I I didn't even write it down because it was such a weird, like, obscure fact. Oh, yeah. It has no bearing on anything. That Frank somehow, just almost in passing, this information just kind of flies by you. But I think he implied that the soldier army guy had moved on to heaven and came back to defend the oh, graveyard or whatever. And that's why he was able to, like, manipulate into, like, a different form or something. I don't know. I don't even remember Doesn't that. make any sense. Yeah, oh, yeah. It had no bearing on the story. Again, another thing that could have just been cut from the movie. Yeah. But he's like, everyone get back in your grave. And he's, like, shooting the ghost. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. So know. that was very... I, yeah, I forgot about that. He was able to change his clothes and stuff. Yeah. Because, like, he was a pure spirit. Like, he wasn't deteriorating like the other ones, I guess. I don't know. Are all these rules? Yeah, these are all made up. <laughs> these rules. Yeah, this was not my favorite. Ghost lore kind of movie. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea that they deteriorate after a while, but beyond that, it wasn't anything special, I don't think. Yeah, agreed. But I enjoy the movie, like I said, so. It, it was, it was it. fun, yeah. It was a fun time. Solving the mystery. 
Yeah, it was more. I was more intrigued with the mystery aspect yeah. of it, less about the ghosts. Right. It had some freaky moments, especially there's a part where like they hurt Bartlett somehow, and his face is all gooey. Yeah. And it was that was kind of scary, but he was also intimidating too because even though he was dead and everything, like he was really hard to defeat. So that's what made him scary too. Especially, um, he was just could kill you so easily. Yeah. Just like, my heart, beach. <laughs> That's true. Did you end up changing your ranking based on what you saw before um, or what you had before? It's one of those things. I think I need to take a step back. And I think I'm going to keep it in that spot for now. I'm just going to keep it at the nine. We'll reevaluate once we finish. We only have one more movie left. I know. That's so crazy so, to me. I think it's one of those things I'll kind of adjust. It's going to be in the middle. It's not that scary, but... Really? I Did you think it was scary? Not like, oh, scary, but yeah. intimidating, I was going to say, the ending yeah. gets intense. And it's, yeah. again, Patricia freaked me the fuck out. Patricia. She's a lot. Yeah, she's a little almost scarier than him. And like Hammers is, he's goofy, but also, like, I would not want to meet this man. No, ever, so. he gives me the creeps, too. I think it would go above some that I ranked above it. Yeah. So, we'll find out in the wrap-up, I think. This we is should. a hard one to kind of quantify (laughs) in my opinion thank you for listening if you enjoy the show and listen on apple Podcasts or spotify giving us a five-star rating is super helpful and we will always 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 appreciate that you can find us on social media using 13 degrees of screams this has been 13 degrees of screams and we will see you next creep so you get upset when i rhyme how about you choose something this time uh (laughs) (laughs) it's still a rhyme I know. I was just going with your rhymes. Oh, thank you. I was just choosing a new one. Thank you for being authentic. Did we do beep? (laughs) No, we didn't do beep. Okay. Beep. Beep.